afternoon good early evening everyone james hicks here hicks new media welcome to another episode another session of itn live and it's been a long time since i did itn live i've been doing a whole lot of other shows i want to get back to my roots and uh, the guy that i got here with me today is is the perfect uh guest for that i'm I'm, gonna have some fun today uh this guy right here so you see my video Right. And, and folks say, you know, James, you look great. You know, well, I don't know if anyone ever says that. No one's ever said that. But my, my uh, camera setup is good. My lighting is decent, you know, th- things like that. But when I bring this man on, it's going to be like I'm streaming in AOL, you know, MySpace days or something like that. Th- this man is a UX designer by trade and by education. Um, he puts his heart and soul into everything that he does. Very meticulous, very, very precise. And, and when he does walks through of his broadcasting studio, I swear to you, I'm, I got a pen and paper and I'm looking on Amazon to find whatever it is that I can, I can copy him off of. There's multiple layers to this gentleman. He's an investor. He's a, he's a content creator, which is how we've connected. He's a builder, cyclist. And to throw it in on top of that, he's a beekeeper. I want to get into everything that I possibly can with this band. So without further ado, because I want to be cognizant of his time, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Junaid Ahmed. How are you, brother? Look, look, hold on. Okay. See, you, while you were backstage, you did something else with your with your lighting. Because cause now, I? I, I don't know what you did, because now you're just off the hook now. See, oh, my God. I, I, I can't compete. I feel like I'm coming off really hot. Like the lighting is too hot. That, that's that's the problem. You come, you, you coming in hot, brother. You in, in a good way. You you making some things happen. <laughs> Appreciate it, brother. Appreciate it. Good to see you, man. Good to see. You. Like like we were saying backstage, you you've been busy today. You have been uh, all over the airways, uh, broadcasting, sharing the the good news, giving being of service to the community, but. I tell you what, give us the elevator pitch. Tell folks who you are. I know I, I gave a little bit, but I'd like to hear directly from you yourself, sir. Amen, man. Amen. So who am I? I'm a simple man who's got ton of ideas and, and um, just trying to get into one thing at a time. Been a designer forever, a tech enthusiast, and I've got a ton of hobbies and the reason I have so many hobbies is because I'm so passionate about whatever it is that I learn about. So I go deep. I figure out the why. Why is this something like this? What can I use it in? How can I use it? And, you know, it's it's just been amazing going through, through life and through journey, figuring out what it is that I want to put my mark on. So, yeah. Yes, that's. I love it, man. You know, the, the 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 more simplistic, I think, the better. The more it resonates, and and that that really yeah. shows that. But I can I can tell again in in the the brief amount of time that we've been communicating online that you are again or a man of, I will say, 
specifics, right? Everything that I've seen you touch, everything I've seen you initiate or do or talk about, and, and again, give service to the community, you put really detailed analysis into it. I mean, just, just look at what you've done with, again, your display, your, your lighting, your auto, your visual from your design studio perspective. And you can tell that you come from a UX or a design kind of background to have that, uh, that, uh, that eye, right. To, to really know how to work with shading, to work with lighting, to work with audio and things of that nature. Um, my folks are online. They're going to, they're going to love the fact that you're, you're in Virginia. Talk to us a little bit about that. You, you, you're in Virginia. All my extended family is in uh, Richmond, Hampton, Williamsburg, and D.C. What, what, what's going on nice. in, in, on the East Coast, brother? What's the weather like right now for you? Weather's <laughs> really <laughs> nice. We had a windy, we had a windy weather. Uh, the kids were flying the kites. We just yeah. got a few kites the other day. So they were flying them outside. The, the weather is really nice. I'm, I'm actually feeling, feeling a little hot in this coat. Um, it's 70s. Wow, we're we're getting those beautiful weather back. You know, uh, it's no longer winter. We're not. It's not snowing. It's not too cold. It's the perfect weather right now. Uh, sun is shining, and um, it's beautiful out there. I love it. I love it, man. I, I I miss the East Coast. I miss Virginia. I miss home. When when the world opens back up, I I, I got to make a trip. Uh, who knows? I, I may come knocking on your door and say, brother, you got some yeah, food man, because on, uh, my, my kids will eat everything and I'll just drop my kids off at your house. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. absolutely. Talk, talk, uh, that's a that's a point I want to pivot on to. And, and let's talk about that. You know, this whole 14 months that the world has stopped. Right. That That's that's kind of thrown folks for a loop. That's actually you know made a lot of things that we were probably doing the year prior, put them on hold, put them uh, out of reach and things of that nature. How, how was this whole change of the entire universe freezing for a little while? How, how has that affected you? And I'll say from a professional perspective, are, are you still mm-hmm. able to go out and reach clients? Uh, are you still able to go out and do the things that you do from a, from a professional perspective? Great question. So as a user experience designer, I got lucky to be able to work from home, mm. right? So being able to work from home, and this actually happened a month before everything was locked down. So February, uh, December, January, I was driving into DC and, um, you know, the commute was crazy and I was just looking for a way out for, so for the past two years, I've been doing a podcast, recording them from home. And I was like, hey, it would be really cool if I had a work-from-home job. So luckily, a friend of mine reached out to me and said, hey, are you looking to move to a 100% remote position? So this is like beginning of February. <laughs> I was like, yes, brother, hook me up. So yeah. I got in and started spending more time in this office, just converting it into the studio. So I got really lucky into, you know, being able to spend more time here. So that's what happened. Uh, being able to work from home, being able to then show up. Now, now the things that I was doing professionally or uh, as a videographer or as a filmmaker, we weren't able to do a whole lot of short films that we had planned out or documentaries that we had planned out because of all that happened. But I do see all of that stuff is opening up too. So I'm looking forward to going back out there and shooting some short films or documentaries. But being able to stay in one place, it also helps me grow as somebody who's streaming, as somebody who's coming in front of the camera. Because majority of the times that I've been using the cameras, I've been behind the scenes. I've been operating the equipment. I've been operating the camera, the settings, the setting of the frame. I was never in front of the camera. Mm. And here I've got some static going on. You know what? I was, uh, I went backstage to see if, if it, it was me. Uh-oh, today's got a little, little feed, audio feedback on the, you know. Let me see. My setting is right. Yep, it's. Try to have the speakers turned off. There we go. Now, now, now you sound much better. Now you sound much better. All right, perfect. So every time I move my feet around, there's some kind of static that just comes back in. 
I need to upgrade my audio gear because I'm still using a <laughs> blue Yeti. Is that man? You should. I I just sold my uh, Shure MV7 nice. uh, on Macari. I never have used Macari before. I've always been like an eBay or, or or whatever, and so I just sold that on Macari last week. And I'm and nice. I'm rocking the Pod mic because I, I went all road. So I got the uh, the, the Rodecaster Pro and I got the uh, the Rode Pod mic, and I'm I'm loving that whole nice. combination. Man, I could I could have hooked you. I would have sent it to you for free, man. Oh. Well. <laughs> I, I, I digress. Well, I'm I'm sorry to in, in, interrupt. Go ahead. So talk to us. No, no, more. no, no problem at all. Um, so yeah, that's that's basically what um, what ended up happening. I spent a lot more time here. You know, the the one thing that people don't do is um, experiment. So I so I spent a good three to four months experimenting with the lighting, experimenting with the camera setup, and just got really comfortable sitting in front of the camera. Yeah. talking to the camera because that is the hardest thing. You know, everybody says, oh, I don't know which camera to get. I don't know which lighting to get. That stuff is easy, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's the easiest thing you can get. You you spend an hour, a weekend on YouTube. You figure that stuff out yeah. really fast. And yeah. there's a ton of people that will tell you, hey, do this, do this. The hardest thing is being able to come here in front of the camera on the microphone <laughs> press record huh? <laughs> yeah <laughs> press record go live you know that's the hardest thing because that is something that you can't buy so i say to everybody hey if you got a minute if you got five minutes just talk to yeah. yourself just start so yeah man that's, so, that's, so that's, that's interesting so let me ask that so again from your UX design from from that profession and from that trade and from that education, were you typically giving presentations in front of large, large audiences? And even when you were making films and do, doing that, were you more behind the camera, behind the scenes? And when did you when did you step in front of the camera? Right? When, when did you step into the role of being more of a content creator? So yeah, I know you got the podcast, but again, you know, mm-hmm. that we've got the veil of we could be sitting in our sweats and uh, in the bed, exactly. you know, with nobody yeah. looking and just filming with, with, you know, I have the microphone, but when did you actually put the lights on yourself and say, I want to be in front of the camera and I want to actually uh, speak my message. That's a great question. I think a lot of it started happening when I stepped into the podcast role. Okay. I was doing a little bit of lives here and there, you know, because Facebook's been around for, or I've been around on Facebook for about 14 years. So, I saw oh, people are doing live. Oh, let me jump on, see what is this all about. Okay, it's pretty cool. And I would like on and off since Twitter and YouTube, you know, been around on them since 2006, 2007. I was in front of the camera, but not really selling anything. Not really, not, not, not about selling. Not even have a message. I just yeah. wanted to show up and just, hey, try this little tech, little thing out. Yeah. See what that is all about. But I've been a content creator for a lot longer because I've had a film camera when I was probably 11. Okay. And then I got these, uh, uh, an eight millimeter camera around when I was probably 16. So I've been playing with tech for a while, right? But I was always behind the scenes trying to figure out the tech Hey, let me take your photo. Yeah. Never being in the photo. And when I was in the photo, it was all weird because I'm just throwing these signs up and I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing <laughs> because it's, you put the cameras on the timer and, you know, it's gone. But I really found my voice when I started interviewing people on the podcast, listening to other people on the podcast, listening to their interviews, mm. and then interviewing other people myself. I started seeing the pattern. Now, I've been following Tony Robbins mm-hmm. and Frank Kern on, on these guys for the past 15 years. And I love Tony's message, you know, just get started or, yeah. you know, take massive action. Yeah. But I really never stepped into that role till I found the calling, till I found people who would then listen to me or, you know, you got to make that transformation in yourself. That's interesting. I, think I like when, that. Yeah. And then and like the reason I can talk about this, this entire studio is because 
I went through that transformation. If you mm. were to see what my student <laughs> yeah, do, do you have the before and the after? Those are, we, we want to see the before, you know, the, the blood, sweat, and, and some of the tears as well of actually when you were building it. That's what we want to see. <laughs> I know, right? Those are, the, those are the fun stuff that we love to uh, look at the transformation, the flip, the flip of, the, of the screen. Um, I do have something I can share later on yeah. uh, if people want to see. Definitely. Uh, but, you know, I, I say that, but... You, you yourself don't appreciate it unless you respect the journey, right? So if, if you had just one day paid someone or paid X number of dollars and had Amazon ship you just all this gear and had someone come in and set it up, mm-hmm. there's probably less return on value for you personally as opposed to, you know, you going through the iterations, you going through the changes and finding something that right. works. You said you started with a film camera. My first film camera was a Pentax, right? So going going through those old days of knowing how to manually focus, know, knowing how to manually do lighting and things like that. So if you hadn't gone through the journey, you personally, yeah. we appreciate it, but you would be able to appreciate as much of what you've built and what you've accomplished thus far. So, so shouts out right. and kudos to you on that, on um, brother. That's yeah. that you, you've done some, you've done some good work and I know you're not done. I know you're not done. <laughs> it's never over. Like, like I said, I'm, I'm looking to upgrade my microphone. Right. <laughs> I love that. I, let, let me, let me ask you about, um, your podcast. Uh, talk to us a little bit about that because, because again, you're, I caught a couple of episodes and I'm going to give you the challenge and the action item. Now you got to get some more going. What, what was the last one that you, that you recorded back in December? I think last year we, we need to get some so more episodes. That's going, the last right? one. That's the last one I published. Okay. Right. So I've got a bank of podcasts that are coming. Okay. So this is uh, a softball that I just lobbed at you. Right? So, I know you did. <laughs> catch it, man. <laughs> I've got I've got a ton of episodes that are coming down the pike. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm good till September okay. to be able to record new ones. Okay. And, and the subject matter is, is what? So the subject matter of the podcast, uh, it's called Hacks and Hobbies. I started I a it. podcast as a hobby. Right, I've I've got a hundred hobbies, uh, and what happened is, um, so I've had a podcast back in 2012. It was called uh, "Still Brewing It." I co-hosted with my cousin and my brother-in-law, and we couldn't continue going it after four episodes because we were in different time zones, we were in different spaces, and it it was just not the right time. Mm. And in, in 2017, I caught the bug. I was like, I want to do it. I want to do this again. But again, we just still had that same constraint. I finished reading Crushing It by Gary Vaynerchuk. He said, just document the process. What's What are you going to lose? And it just happened that I was going into beekeeping, finished my eight-week beekeeping, beekeeping class. I was like, I'm going to document this journey yeah. on my podcast. So the first episode is called Queen Bee. And my, my friend was like, hey, you should talk about Queen Bee. I'm like, I know, I will talk about Queen Bee because it's a you know beekeeping podcast. It's like, no, no, Queen Bee is uh, Beyonce. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> that's the wrong, that's so the wrong talk, queen. I'm talking about the wrong right? bee. <laughs> so I talk about that on my first episode. And I didn't even have the name figure out for the, for the podcast. And I recorded it in my car. I love it. While driving home, because I discovered Anchor.fm. Yep, yep, yep. So I didn't promote much. I just talked about beekeeping, documenting the process, getting comfortable, talking to myself, talking to the phone, telling my story, telling whatever I am learning, documenting the process. And as I got more comfortable, I was like, hey, I want to talk to other people that are doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. What are other people doing? How are they able to take their hobbies into a full-time gig? How are they taking their side hustles into a full hustle? Like, what are they doing? So I started interviewing other people. I interviewed my good buddy, Danny Dodge, who is a video production specialist and a tinkerer. He's a uh, inventor as well. He's invented a ton of new things. And I met him through another hobby or passion of mine 
backing Kickstarter projects. I've I've backed over. Yeah, I want I want to get into that too, man. Yeah, that's that's good. Right? I, I love that. I love that. So that's that's where the podcast started, and as I connected with more and more people, the more clarity I achieved. I got more clear into what my story was, mm-hmm. and now I can tell people, "Hey, this is my story." Like uh, I think it was end of 2018, Pete Vargas was launching this program to own your own stage and he gave it a new name like he called everything a stage it was just being on the stage physically was not the stage a stage Mm. like this is a stage it live i'm on i'm on a stage right now podcasting that is a stage youtubing that's a stage so how do you show up on that stage how do you tell your story and i'm like i don't have a story what are you talking about i'm just this, this this dude who does design work crazy about these things but then as you realize and listen to other people's stories you start figuring out what makes you tick what makes you work you know and that's what resonates right again er, and 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 i kind of want to counter that because i think everyone has a story right you 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 give folks the opportunity they would love to talk about themselves they would right and you know everyone is is says that they're shy, says that they're an introvert or whatever, but you, you let someone talk about something either that they're truly passionate about or they talk about themselves and they can literally go on for hours. And oh yeah, that's one of the main reasons why I continue to do this really, again, is just to give the, the, the principle that I'm talking to. So like, like you, that opportunity to tell your story and to let folks get to know you, who is Junaid, right? We know you just at kind of at, at a microcosm level from for the fact that you have an you know amazing live streaming setup, amazing amazing photography as well. So whoever's taking your photos, brother, look, I I, I need to I need to hire them to try to get some headshots for myself. So, uh, oh man, it, you're gonna love this guy, John Meadows. <laughs> yeah, give, give him a shout out. I may I may give him a call see if I can get him to fly out to California to, to see what he can do with this mug, but. But, you know, again, th- those are the things I think that resonate. And, and the fact that when you tell that story and you are mm-hmm. passionate about it and you believe it as well, that's the content that, that matters. It doesn't matter if, if yes. you're, you know, it's not about trying to make the buck, right? It's, it's not trying to get the uh, however many X number of followers on YouTube or whatever mm-hmm. platform you're trying to do. But if you're trying to tell a story and you, if you believe that story, the audience will come, the community will come, you'll have the engagement. And I think... And and I know I see you doing that, mm-hmm. and I, I guess my 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 again my ask is that you continue to do that because I haven't seen yeah. an episode since December of last year, and <laughs> and you got some good stuff for again for a guy who's backed what is it over two hundred or so Kickstarter projects for a guy who's invested in a half a dozen uh, startups and who's also mm-hmm. a beekeeper, brother. You let me tell you something. All right, look, let's get focused, man. You, <laughs> you, you got some things to tell the world, right? You guys, you, yeah. you got a couple of stories to tell. Yeah, that's so true. And and it wouldn't have it wouldn't have been possible to get this level if I hadn't taken the step to doing the podcast. Um, hey, Christian, great to see you. Christian's a good Carolyn man. Carolyn says hi too. Um, and she's asking if I'm close to Churchill on Northside. Well, I'm in Northern Virginia, close to. Uh, close to the airport up here all right see richmond international I, look i know man you're, you're home brother i i, I know yeah. where every every barbecue place is i know where oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know where vc i know in back roads the vcu and everything so we, nice, we, can, we can talk nice. about that too no for sure so i just lost my train of thought <laughs> But yeah, you're right. So what what it really got started me was I took the step, I I documented the journey, and I met some people. Mm-hmm. So communities is so important. Being part of community, we're part of Let's Get Live. We're mm-hmm. part of some other communities, Ecamp community, and they help lift you up, right? Um, my daughter's gonna come in. Oh my god, she looks so pretty. Yeah, see, we got to see that. Oh my goodness, look at this. Yeah. Hello. Say hi. I love it. I love it. I can't hear. You can't hear? Here. Hello. Say hi to Danielle.
How you doing? I like the dress. Look at that dress. What? <laughs> you wait. You're waiting for daddy, huh? I, I won't keep him too long. I know. Uh, who we got in there? We 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 got uh, we got the son in there too. I love it, man. There he is. Look, look. You're 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 muted, brother. Oh my gosh, you're muted. What are you doing? You're still muted, brother. See, but you know that's what it, that's what it's all about, right there. There you go. Now, now you're back. <laughs> oh, that's why you muted. <laughs> no, no, don't, no, don't mute that. That's that's. That's what it's all about right there, brother. That's what it's all about right there. All right. Me and Musa have our own YouTube So you want to come to the camera and tell them? Yeah. So my son here, Muhammad and Musa, they also have a YouTube channel. I love it. So what are are you guys doing on? What are you guys doing on YouTube? You guys streaming some games or something? We just do anything. I love that, man. Right. Right. says he just does well, anything. Well, he just does anything. I'll tell I'll tell you more about it. All right. Probably, so probably a YouTube partner probably, already, right? You know, with uh Yeah, he's got YouTube partners, you know, got Twitch partner and all and, and all that stuff. I love it. That's I love right. it. Baba, how many subscribers do you have? 111. It's a good they number, keep brother. Of my subscribers. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's a race, right? You know, how many does dad have? Oh, we, we got to make sure we have at least one more than dad. Say we're we're, we're winning. <laughs> I love that. I love, but that that's cool, man. Right? Turn turn the youngsters on to technology because oh my so God, I mean, they love it. I've always said there's two professions, two industries that are really going to be around for a long time. I've said medicine, yeah. and technology. And the more oh, yeah. we can get our kids into technology, especially science, technology, engineering, and math, so all, all the STEM curriculum and things like that, because they are going to be taking this over, taking it to the next level. They're going to be understanding UX design. They're going to be understanding artificial intelligence, uh, deep learning, and things like that. So I applaud you for that, man. That's, that's good stuff, brother. Thank you. I, look, dude, that's, they're, ready, they're getting ready to go. It must be. It must be time well, to eat. Up, right? Yeah, it's time to eat. I'll catch you up, okay? All right, I'll help you with your jacket. Let me switch on this camera so then you can see. So why are you doing that? Oh, yeah, I mean, let's let let's not overlook kind of some of the capabilities that you just did just now. Being able to move from screen to screen, angle to angle. Uh, and that, 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 that monitor that you have is just ridiculous. And I, I thought I was uh, rocking it with my, what, cause I got a, the LG 35. Uh, what, what do you got right okay. there, brother? That's uh that looks like what, 80 a, inches. I've got a 38 inches. Um, <laughs> bad man right there, boy. So <laughs> low curve again, I am a designer, right? So I want to be able to see what I'm designing and zoom in as much as possible. Plus yeah. I got, I got old eyes right now. <laughs> Well, I'm, I'm older. Look, yeah, I, I think I got a couple of more trips around the sun than you, but I, we, we won't we won't go into that. Right. So I wanted to go back to the point, like what really enabled me. But so I took the step, but then the community. So when I joined Anchor Community and the podcast, I joined the Anchor Community and I started meeting people that were also on the same journey. They're also podcasting. And one specific gentleman, Errol Erdeman. And guess what? Seven o'clock is when my lights go off. So let me turn these back uh, on. Uh, uh. You, you, you got them on an, on an automatic timer and I got everything. An automatic timer because sometimes I forget to turn off these lights. <laughs> hey, Alexa, see, turn see. on the studio time. Alexa, studio time. Don't you forget. Okay. See, ladies and gentlemen, you, you can't buy this, right? This, this is this is live. This is live streaming for sure. I mean, the lights go off. The kids come in. He's telling Alexa, <laughs> you know, start the car, turn the lights on. I, I'm I'm done. This is this is gold right here. This, this is gonna go. This is definitely gonna get repurposed on every channel that I got. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Yeah, man. I keep. I keep losing my train, but you know, it's, this is like, that's the power of live stream. That's the power of stories. 
that, that's my mom. Yes, yes, it did talk. I, mom, you, you've talk. got one of these as well. You don't have the Alexa, but you've got the Google. So you've got the Google Home. You, you can you can yeah. tell Google to turn your lights off and you know tell Dad to turn the TV down. All all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So Errol Erdman, he got me on. He was actually working with a gentleman writing his own chapter in a book. I'm like, I don't know. He's, he's So he wrote a chapter in a book called Magnetic Entrepreneur. Mm. So I met him in person and he's like, you should, you should totally do it. You should do a chapter in this book and talk about your story. I was like, I don't know. I don't have any stories. What am I going to say? So finally, I talked I talked with him, saw the book and I was like, okay, I'll, I'll take a plunge. So Next couple of days, I have to write a chapter. I'm like, I, I've written blogs, I've written stuff, but I'm not good at it. And when am I going to write it? While I'm feeding my kids, it's not, it's not going to happen. So I was driving back and forth from work, and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to record it because I use I use this subservice to transcribe my podcast, anyways. Mm-hmm. I'll just I'll just record. So I three days in a row, I spoke for two and a half hours. Ended up with 17,000 words written. <laughs> and the, the publisher's like, we just need 2,000 words, man. <laughs> Can you cut this down for us just, just a little bit? <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. Editorial review, write... please. Yeah, a little editorial yes, review. <laughs> please. Why are you going to go write a whole book when we just want you to write a chapter? <laughs> You're like, Janae, this isn't your book. This is... <laughs> exactly. So... It's it's things like this. It's it's things like this. Taking the plunge, just trying it out, mm. experimenting, is what really gets you. You know, gets you to the next. Like, just be uncomfortable for a minute, and you're gonna learn so much more about yourself. True, true, and the fact that you know, even like Christian was saying, you you you've been on multiple. Uh, other shows and sessions for the last few days, just getting different audiences, getting different conversations, different dynamics. Uh, that makes you comfortable again, being under the lights, being in front of the camera, having the microphone on and practice makes perfect. And anything that you're trying to do, especially if you're trying to do it um, at a high level, right? Cause, cause again, anyone, like you said, you can, you can do a podcast from your phone using anchor. I, I've done that before as well. So, the technology is there and it's been demystified from the days of when, like when we were building websites and we had to know HTML. Well, now you don't have to know that, right? You know, mm-hmm. you know, back, back in those days there was Dreamweaver and there was all, there was all these other tools of having to know code, but now WYSIWYG, uh, object, uh, object oriented programming, uh, just widgets and things like that. So getting whatever message it is, if, if it's an audio message, if it's a video message, if it's a pictorial message as well, it's really been, um, I'm, I keep saying demystified, but, but, but simplified as well, just for the, for the end consumer to be able to spread their message and, and to have the platform, whatever the case it may be that they want. So I, I love the fact that Absolutely. you're getting after it, right? I, I really, I, I'm passionate about folks just getting after it, man. And, and cause again, everyone has mm-hmm. a story. Just, just go out there and get to it. Um, Amen. Let me, let's get back to that 30 and 38 inch monitor. God, I, I, I need to, I need to hold on. <laughs> I, I literally just picked up this, this LG a couple of weeks ago because, uh, Sean Doc Boyd was, uh, mm-hmm. LGL as well. Was, was talking LGL and was loving it. And I was like, all right, I, I, I had two, 27s. I had two Philips 27s and they were 1080p. And I was like, man, I, I don't like two monitors and having that split between the middle. I'm, I'm, I'm real, uh, anal, anal about that or whatever. So I I said, let me, let me get something else. I went out, I tried to do the cheap route. I went to Costco and I got a large monitor for much less probably than I knew I should have paid for it. it. was on sale and said let me try it i swear to you two hours later i was back at costco (laughs) returning that monitor and went ahead and did what i had to do and picked this one up uh let's talk brand which so which which model is that which which one you got is is that an lg is that samsung who who do you rock because i'm I'm gonna buy it in probably like 10 minutes here (laughs) so i've got the dell 38 inch oh 
Dell. This came out a couple years ago. Okay. Okay. Uh, now Dell's Dell, all of the Dell monitors, they use the LG screens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's it's very comparable to an LG screen. It is a curved monitor. Mm-hmm. So anytime I use I look at a flat monitor, it feels like a concave monitor. It mm-hmm. feels weird, but you can you kinda get used to it. Yeah. Um Hey, so I, I, I love I, Dell. That, that's where I give eighty uh, percent of my working out of my day hours, anyway. So there you go. I love the Dell products. <laughs> I, I love their sleek lines. I mean, I, I've I've been a Dell monitor user for easily fifteen years. Easily, it's one of right? those. So, it's one of those things you get what you pay for, and and it's, it's actually some pretty decent quality. So so right on absolutely. that. Absolutely. Okay. So before I had this thirty-eight inch monitor, I had a thirty-four inch widescreen, which I bought maybe seven years ago. So I was using that as my main machine. And as soon as this one came out, I was like, I got to get me this one. So I, up- I upgraded my wife because mm-hmm. she was working. Well, you home. had to do that first, right? Just so, so you can justify getting to. you definitely a married man. You, right. you, there you go, I, brother. <laughs> company said, Hey, you get, you get this, you can get this monitor, you know, for working from home. I was like, all right, I'll pitch in and uh, get me a 38 inch. Now what's funny is that in 2020, or 2021, Dell just announced a 40-inch yep. widescreen curved monitor, and it's got a 5K by 2K resolution, so yes. much higher resolution than what I've got. I'm like, I don't think I want, <laughs> I want to upgrade again. <laughs> Do you want Maybe it? Do you need it? Need it. Ah, you know, it's one of those things, but you want it. You definitely want it. <laughs> exactly. I want it, but I don't need it. Yeah. So this one works perfectly fine, and uh, it does the job. Uh, I've got I got a ton of space. I can I can segment the places. Plus, you really got to learn how to use a widescreen monitor. If you've been using a a a sixteen nine or a sixteen ten monitor, mm. and you go for this twenty one nine, oh my god, it's talk about that. Yeah, because it, it's very different, right? Just just again, very different. B- being able to split. Multiple screens, multiple working environments, and yes. so so talk to talk to us a little bit about that, right? So so folks on a consumer perspective, because they're they're seeing all these monitors, right? They're going to Best Buy and they're seeing these big monitors, and and really prices are dropping down to be more yeah. reasonable for thirty twos, thirty fours, thirty fives, whatever the case may be. So talk to them about the that aspect ratio, the twenty one nine. Yep. So the twenty one nine is ultra wide. They call it the ultra wide aspect ratio, meaning. Um, if you're watching a movie, and the movies are re- usually shot in ultra-wide cinemascope where you've got the black bars on the top and bottom because when you put it on a 1080p, you get those black bar uh, top and bottom. The mm-hmm. ratio is like 2, 3, 5 to 1 as opposed to 69. Right. Um, so you've got to really use the monitor with segmenting your space and how that's going to work for you. Um, I do like two monitors set up especially now that i'm streaming a lot because i need a second second monitor that mirrors with my teleprompter up here yes buddy okay can you go to mama she's ready to go outside to nana's house can you go sec Musa, go, go find, uh, go find where mom is. So yeah. Hey, brother, that's 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 home. That's life. I love it. Home life. That's what it's uh, all about. The other about. cool thing about the super wide monitor is that if you're editing video, you got a nice wide screen yeah. for that timeline to show up. Yeah. Um, again, it it all comes down to use case. What are you going to be using a widescreen monitor? monitor for are you going to be watching movies are you going to be editing code are you going to be editing you know it it all comes down to use case uh that's why there's so many different types of monitors you can Mm -hmm. purchase have you seen the dell 49 inch monitor i i have i've seen it i've got to touch it uh it 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 was in a very controlled area but um I, I contemplated for a minute, but then I would have had a little explaining to do if I brought that home. I, exactly. I, don't, I got a lot of room. I, I do, but yeah. I, I don't, just like my TVs in, in the house, I don't, I don't want my infrastructure to look grossly 
out of place, right? I, I, right. I I'm, I'm kind of a, I'm real particular, Moderate. even like about cable management. I, I, I don't see any cables. <laughs> right. So um, something that big is again, beautiful and all, but mm-hmm. the light emitting from that. And I'm only like two and a half feet from my monitor right now. So that would blind yeah. me when, when I'm up here in the middle of the night trying so exactly. yeah, long, long story short, yeah, it's beautiful. Would love it, but uh, it's not something that I'm. Go- I mean, I've I've got the 32 inch that I use over here during the day. When I shut down Dell and turn over here, I got the 35. I got my iPad, and then I got my uh, my MacBook Pro. So I've got enough screens to to get me through <laughs> the day and to be look look like I I kind of know what I'm doing. But uh, yeah, um, that's good stuff. That's good stuff. Yeah, so I just go back to the use case, you know, what am I going to use this for? How is it going to work? And is this going to be something that's going to be good for you? Now, a lot of people are using two identical monitors yeah. because one is their production monitor. The other one is their program monitor. And that works great. So I had to get a second monitor just so that I can throw my uh, or mirror my um, my teleprompter to it. So this monitor on the side is a 16.9. Now, I don't know if um, you, you probably see the lip of it in this shot when this camera goes backwards. Um, Go ahead. Yeah, so, so, so talk about that, right? So when, when this camera goes backwards, you, you can't just gloss over what you're doing, brother. Right. All right. This, this is why Junaid is, is, is my new hero, okay? <laughs> And, and and mom, you know, birthday time, I will send you the SKUs and the part numbers for some of these uh, camera dollies and things like that. Uh, I, I got to get some of this stuff here. <laughs> Talk to us a little bit about some of this magic. That you, we're we're uh, completely deviating from the run of show that I had. But, but are, you know what? But, no, who, who cares, right? Completely deviating from the things that I had, but... I'd be remiss if we didn't talk about again just the, the presentation that, that that you have because again it, it's awe inspiring, right? Again, I, I'm on the camera, but then I bring you on, and then it's it's like a whole extra step up just because of the way that you. I, I'm gonna go buy some more nano nano. You see, there there's my nano lens. Hold on, there they, I see, yeah, you, see? I see <laughs> your nano lens. I love it. I love it. It's you know, nice. I, we were talking about, but you know, I was the, trying the, to find a place where I was like, I don't know where I would put that nano light, like. Well, they they throw it, it off a little bowl. bit. Let me let me turn it off. They they they, they mess up my my lighting here a little oh, bit. Yeah, yeah. So there, let me let me turn those off. All right, there we go. Go go. Give the people what they want. Give the people what they want. Give, right. give, give them a little bit of that that slider action. <laughs> so here's my slider that's on the side behind my monitor. So it basically goes side to side. Uh, this is a product from Rhino Camera Gear. Now, Rhino Camera Gear, I, di- I discovered these guys, guess where, on Kickstarter. They started out creating these products for GoPros, little um, sticks for GoPros. And that's now they have uh, these sliders. Right yep, that's the camera we're using. Now, this slider hey, that's back here is a really tiny one. Uh, a two a two foot basically like 20 inch slider and just go side to side it's designed for cameras it's designed for um smartphones so that you can program your smartphone put it on there get some sliding shot and here's my son messing with the switcher because he loves doing that well he knows how to do that right again they've got their own channel as well so you know they're 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 pretty high end too right that's, that's right. So then uh, I have. Six. He's uh, only six. Six going on twenty-one. I tell you what. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so this camera on the back over here is also on another slider, but it's got a lot more uh, axes on it, so mm-hmm. I can push it back all the way. <clears throat> it is. I think it's probably set to. Phone. 50 millimeters at the moment okay. uh, and then um, so that one makes it makes it happen you know it I could just program it again that one is also by um, the same guys Rhino camera gear and I could put my little picture in picture on top can you stop moving that please 
And yeah, are those so, all DSLRs or mirrorless cameras that you got on those, or are they action yeah. cameras? Because you said they were uh, built for the GoPros, but are, are those like Canons or right. Sony's or whatever? So this this slider is this was initially designed for a smartphone, mm. but it has the capacity to be able to hold a DSLR as okay. well. Okay. Right, and um, so there, uh, it's got a it's got a pro setup, so you can mount a full size DSLR camera on it. Uh, and think your mom saying he's not concerned, but the kids would. Oh yeah, I go say, <laughs> you know, you know <laughs> impressed the fact that you're, you're you're dressed for the environment. You know, uh, <laughs> mom, Janae is is a pro. Like, like I'm I'm rocking the you know the Hicks new media gear. I'm rocking the company swag, but but this man <laughs> has everything down from hair, makeup, lip brush right there. I, you know, I, I see everything. So he, he, he's got it down for sure. So, yeah, so that's, that's the little setup here. And, uh, the cool part is, um, I can control this, this dolly back here with the, with my phone. So just so I, so I could set it up and move this camera around so you can kind of like get a little idea of what the rest of it look. Uh, setup looks like so let me let me ask you though about this because i, I kind of want to so the presentation is phenomenal now talk to me a little bit about how this helps you deliver your message and and, and it, it's almost a loaded question right uh, yeah. have you gotten to a point to where you're you're showing folks this 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 cool party trick that you can do and saying you know what you can have this as well these are the steps. Yeah. These are the components. Uh, I can come out and set it up for you. I can give you the, the tools of, of how to set that up. Are, are you seeing yeah. yourself maybe branching off into providing that type of a service to folks who, because live streaming and video content creation is not going anywhere, right? E- even when right. the world opens back up, we're still going to be, there's going to be a lot of folks that are still doing this. H- have you thought about moving kind of into that consultancy or into that service management piece of what we do and offering a service of studio design, studio config, studio setup, and things like that? That is an excellent, excellent question. And I've actually been helping a few folks here and there and helping them figure out what equipment they need, what camera, what lenses they need, what type of audio equipment, what kind of audio hardware do they need? Yeah to be doing in-person like like uh there's one gentleman in uk that wants to do in-person podcasting like hey we're gonna have two people three people four people at times that are gonna be you know how do i record this so i'm i'm going through the research process and helping them figure out what is gonna help them work oh gotta cry baby hey donnie you want to check this out look at this this is a heavy one. I love it. I love uh, it. So I'm helping people figure that out. I, I don't have the I don't have the gear for audio yet mm-hmm. because I've only been using USB microphones and I've got some idea, so I'm I'm still doing some research and uh, figuring out what that's gonna be. So I am helping people uh, you know, set up their environment, set up their cameras, their lighting. And then also helping them with their overlays. Nice. So, okay. Kind of like full service, you know. And yeah. then, um, there's this uh, lady out in the UK. She's amazing. She's like, hey, I've got, really got LinkedIn Live accessibility. I want to do this show. It's going to be twice a week. And I need help. So I was like, okay, let's walk through your home. Yeah. Where are you going to be setting up your desktop? What is the distance between the walls? What is going to look good on there, right? So it's all mathematics, right? You just put those numbers in. Interesting. Uh, that's a good, good perspective, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and tell your kids just so they know, uh, they're on LinkedIn Live right now as well. So we, <laughs> yeah, we, we, we are definitely uh, YouTube, Facebook, uh, infotainment news. We're on nice. uh, uh like I said, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, and on LinkedIn Live. So they are getting their 
spotlight on on the, on the <laughs> business network as well. So they 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 are getting their their, their share of that. Fantastic. Again, but look, I tell you what, I I want to be cognizant of your time, and what's most important is family. And I see the kids; they are hungry. I see you got things to do, and I want to be I want to be respectful of that. Uh, in in conclusion, I guess tell me real quick what you've got coming up next, and where folks can catch you kind of online on on social media and things of that nature. Absolutely, man. I'm I'm setting this up for people because, like you said earlier, well, content creation is not going away. This is the way that we talked to people in droves. This is the way we get the message out. Because if you're not, like Gary Vaynerchuk said, if you're not here, you don't exist. So how do you get here so you get in front of this guy, get in front of a camera, and then you show up over here? There's so many platforms, right? There's a ton of platforms that you can get on. But the hardest thing is getting over, getting past your own fears of being in front of camera, being comfortable being consistent, being true to yourself. Because guess what? When you're true to yourself, people that resonate that with that story will come. When you when you show up with, with your when when you show up with your vibe, you're gonna find your tribe. So that's the message. Man, I'm writing that down right now. I'm uh, so um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm talking with the folks. I'm sure you've heard the name Preston So, right? Uh, mm-hmm. The folks who do last so Preston So, yep. Uh, I'm, I'm going to put that on a t-shirt. I'm, uh, so oh, first yeah. of all, be comfortable yeah. being uncomfortable is, is the other one. And then, uh, when I play this back about the, uh, about the vibe and the tribe, I'll, 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 I'll make sure to kick you down with some of the commissions when I, when I, when I, put, oh, yeah. when I put Love those it. shirts out, um, that, I, I got more things coming when, when that launches, um, uh, Janae, but look, let me tell you something. You, you, you're a good dude. You, you, you really are a good dude. And, and, um, I appreciate you taking some time. Um, Absolutely. I appreciate you walking us through the studio and kind of allowing me to kind of get behind the scenes because a lot of times, let's, let's be honest. A lot of times when you go on, on, online, you're talking about, again, the components, you're talking about the infrastructure, you're talking about those things. But I wanted to spend a little bit of time for folks to understand who you are. Right. The things behind that and, and the fact that yeah. your kids came on that that's that's golden. Right. Because that shows the value of the man and that shows really who you are kind of at a core. So I appreciate that and I appreciate your time. Thank Brother, you I will get I will get with you. I'll probably talk to you tomorrow uh, when, when I go out on Amazon and try to find these Rhino <laughs> camera gear th- uh, components and, and get those shipped to my house. And hopefully my wife doesn't. Uh, kick me out when i when i get those uh, installed but i will i will call you when i need some help brother be good to yourself absolutely take care man it's great talking to you take care go feed those kids (laughs) will do